as well as our resident biking and motoring journalist respectively from yeah. driving in heels or biking in heels. Ladies, happy Mary. I know it's the 27th already. No, oh no. Gosh. It's like... <laughs> It's the 19th, but it feels like it's the end of the month already. I think people feel already like it's the 55th of January. (laughs) Yes, it is. It's like the third month of January. So I hope that you guys had a a great start to the year. Yeah. Yes. Okay, that's very, very good. Awesome. And you? No, no, it was, it was great. But I think one of my New Year's resolutions was that I was going to go start biking. So I want to start. <gasps> I want to start with you. Yes, so <laughs> we are going to be chatting about buying a motorcycle. Now, I know, and I, you know, we is going to back me up on this. But I am one of those people that even when I test drive a car, mm-hmm. I don't know what to look for. So, oh, you know, wow. so <laughs> when it comes to yeah. like test driving a motorcycle, I feel very overwhelmed. So can we start with that? Can we can we start that? First of all, can you go test drive a motorcycle? Yes. You can? It's like, yes, you can go test drive one, yes. So um, people trust you to leave the lot with, without them to go and drive go the motorcycle? Test, yes. <laughs> well, wow. some dealerships will allow you, but some dealerships will, um, won't. Um, but with the ones that do so, that's much fun. <laughs> I'm assuming they have a tracker. Because this is in, South Africa. <laughs> yeah, they should have. Actually, there was an incident um, in Cape Town where they stole somebody stole one of the bikes, uh, but then they found they tracked it down and then they found it. Uh, but they still do allow test uh, wow. rides. Yes, but your insurance also comes in handy in that uh, because if anything should happen, then they'll uh, hold you um, liable with your insurance as well. So, so when you go, um, let, let's say I've, I've decided, okay, I'm, I'm going to buy a Ducati. Yes, I oh. am. A super bike. And, and the, you know, I, I go to the dealership and I say, hi, uh, I, here are all my papers. I'm assuming I can't just go say, hi, I'd like to, to test drive your, your Ducati. Well, they, yeah, you need to bring all your papers, like your, your driver's license, your riding license. They will not um, let you test ride if you don't have a license. And also there are some indemnity forms that you'll need to sign. Because um, mm-hmm. in, in some instances, where what happens if you crash? And you also do need to have your insurance as well. So there's a few things that they look at before they give you the, uh, the bike to test ride. So and you have to have insurance before you yeah before you, 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 you need to actually have, buy it. If, 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 if you'd make Maybe uh, if you should crash while you're test riding, test driving. It, then um, how um, who's going to be held liable for that? Uh, I don't know if it's the I'm not sure if, with the information in terms of is it the actual insurance that you would have when you have your car, car. or your um, um or, or not. Mm. Uh, but you do have some form of insurance so that they may be able to um, hold, hold you liable, liable if anything um, should happen because it it can happen. Not not likely so, um, but it can. So when when I am tra- test driving my Ducati, uh, <laughs> what, Ducati. What, what, are, what are some of the things I should be looking out for? Okay, for the for the new bikes, um, mm. not so much so um, in terms of the stuff that is wearing out because everything is brand new. Yes. Um, we all assume everything is brand new. Uh-huh. Um, but it's more the handling and the comfort of the bike that you need to look out for. Um, but for the, I think for me, it's more when you're test riding those those used bikes. Mm. What do you need to look out for? Okay, let's first yes. go back to, to okay when we go to the when we go to the comfort. I'm very confused by that because isn't a bike a bike a bike? I mean, it, it's not like you have so much to choose from. It's the <laughs> handles and then the seat when it, when it comes to a motorcycle. But you still need to be comfortable depending on the kind of terrain that you're going to be riding in. Um, for instance, cruisers <laughs> they rode um they rode bikes and the super bikes uh-huh. also rode bikes, but the cruisers are actually much more comfortable, comfortable. because they made for distance, uh-huh. and then the super bikes are made for speed, so you don't get as much comfort. 
comfort on the superbikes as you would um, on, on, on a cruiser. Because one would also assume that on a superbike, not doing long distances, but on the cruiser you are. On a superbike, it's more the thrill and the fun and the fun of it. It does have comfort, but not much as, as a cruiser would have. <laughs> cruiser would have. <laughs> yeah. I think the difference between test driving test driving a car and test riding a bike uh-huh. yeah. um, is that of course unless you are um, a seasoned biker or maybe you've had one or two bikes yes. it's going to make a difference as mm. to what it is that you're looking for and how you're actually going to test true. ride this. Mm-hmm. Yes. Whereas a car is a car is a car and you're looking for specific things within a car like you just mm. um, you know said. When you test drive a car you're probably going to go around a block or two maybe like no, mm. no more than 15 minutes but with a bike when you um you actually will, um, want to do the same thing but you need to be able to cover the most things that you want to look out for when you're doing that for instance um just also getting um getting on top of the bike mm-hmm. that's also one of the things yeah because i would not yes. be able i, I mean yeah. I, I make fun of the fact that i want to ducati but i'd never be able to actually get like hold that thing up never of course you, you would you would no. be able to <laughs> let's be, be honest to. <laughs> and that's what you need to look out for um if, if it's I'm a midget, guys. It's not going to happen. <laughs> no, no, no. But you can always like get one that's lowered to your specifications, yes, you just it, like yes. you can with a cruiser. A cruiser. They will lower it okay. for you. Yeah. For you, yeah. Th- that's why you need to sit on it so you're able to see. Um, are you able to um to reach the ground? And also when you're riding, um, are you able to reach the the pedals? pedals yes. Mm. Um, yeah, the, the 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 levers and the pedals. So just by sitting on it <laughs> as well. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've just got this image of you as a midget on a bike. Yes, yeah, sorry. That is then not the politically lower. correct term. No, it's not. I would like to apologize. Uh, I, that is not the politically correct term, and and I d- I did make a mistake there. Um, the PT, I am I'm just vertically challenged. Let's. No, no, it's not. I'm short. I'm short. I'm short. I'm like 1.5 meters tall. I'm very, very short. Um, But you know, when I, I, like I said, you know, I'm overwhelmed when it comes to to motorcycles because of the fact that I don't really know a lot about it. So, would you say that if I choose a brand, you need to do your homework and your research, um, like you would with a car? You know, get know know how many kilometers you get on the petrol tank and and all that sort of information. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, you actually do need to do that because also in the instances where some um, dealerships don't allow test rides. Mm-hmm. So you can go on the internet. Um, there's people there um, that usually write, um, do write-ups and reviews about like what it's you. Feel, yes. <laughs> Stop punting what yourself yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> what it feels like and then you can get your feel from that as well. Um, also with, um, with, the brand, with the brands as well. Then you can get your feel from that um, if, if, if you're not able to actually go and test write it. But um, because um, also as, as we were saying, it'll depend on how experienced on, um, or seasoned the rider you are for you to be able to test write. Because I think when we're starting out, um, we don't really test ride it much. You just buy and then yeah. you ride. And then your next bike, then you want to test ride because now you have something to refer, yes, to, to, to refer to as well. Yes. And and would it be advisable maybe to take, you know, you were mentioning that often as as riders, you join a club. Um, would it be advisable to maybe to take a more, a more seasoned rider from from the club with you to, to go have and look at that's things? That's actually what I did. <laughs> so when I was still new, that's actually what I did. Um, I took a seasoned rider um, to to go check with me, test ride it and go see. Um, and I also rode the bike and he, he was advising me, this is what you need to look out for. So when you, when you, once you've eased in, let's say now you've already, um, you're already riding it and you've mm. eased in into, into the ride, you need to accelerate a bit to see if the bike responds the way that you would want it the to. Kick. Um, yes. Mm. And also you need to brake to see if the brakes are holding, um, 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 in, um, um, nicely and, 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 no, and gripping, um, nicely. And also when you've stopped at a stop sign, um, when you're pulling off, um, is it, is it sluggish? Is it, you know, is it giving you 
um, the you know the start the talk that mm-hmm. you need to to be able to pull off. So those are the few things that you um you need to um you need to check out. The sound um that's I think that's more for the seasoned um right um um riders because then your exhaust um you know your the sound in your exhaust um if it's worn out to tell um this build like certain sounds that you need to listen, listen out for. to yes mm-hmm. um your wheel bearings if you're buying a secondhand um motorbike they'll have a like a droning a humming sound if they worn out um but I think also that that goes with um with your with your getting used into to the bike. um yeah into the bikes and, and and been riding for quite a while uh but your brakes obviously as well and your tires those um very become very important uh, <laughs> you, you test driving so, yes. you know those yeah. earphones, the earphones as well right <laughs> i'm sorry that was so uh, funny yeah. <laughs> he's looking at me laughing and i'm trying to be serious okay <laughs> Now, you know, sometimes also what happens is, and I know I'm like this, I I don't like salespeople. I I, I don't. (laughs) They come to you and they're in my space and they they keep wanting to sell you things. But you should have, would you you say that if you are like me, if you have questions about the the, the product, maybe write them down and then go and ask those specific questions? I mean, it's 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 up to you. Um, how do you how do you want to do it? How do you want to play? It? You must be as comfortable as possible. Because remember, this is um your ride. This mm-hmm. is your transport. Um, this is your safety. So you need to be as comfortable as uh, as much as you want to be. You can you know they they sells um human human yeah, personnel. So. <laughs> You know, people from all walks of life come, um, you know, in and outside of their premises. So they need to be able to handle whatever questions. Lizette, I've just got to pick up on something that you said, which was um, actually quite important and also refers to people who are buying cars about the sales people, sales humans, what did you call them? (laughs) Sales humans, humans, um, you know, interactions. The thing about biking, because there's so few um, women Women. on bikes, I have found that even as a mystery shopper going into a um, an, an, a manufacturer's um, outlet for a bike, mm-hmm. just to see what kind of a reception I'll get. No, they're not mm-hmm. going to follow you around. They just look at you and they're just like, you know. They think you're somebody's yeah, girlfriend who's just kind of lost or something, yeah. you know. And this is for all these salespeople out there and Very all the car choices. and bike manufacturers who are listening out there. Um Training of your salespeople is an imperative, just as it is in any other uh, service, service you know, industry, industry mm-hmm. across the country. Is be it in retail, be it in food, whatever. The service levels when you are walking into a dealership to um, look at a bike as a female. Wow, it's like you're invisible. Wow, mm. it's like you're invisible, it, and they only start taking you seriously when you start asking poignant questions. Yes, and then they're mm. like, "Oh, okay, actually, you do know something." But you know what? Who wants to be treated like that? Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Um, the, the other question that, that I, I do have when it comes to to motorcycles and and, and test driving a, a motorcycle is if I've made up my mind that I want a Yamaha, let's just say, um, uh, should I? I don't know. Whatever, what is it? Fifteen cc, fifteen hundred cc. Is there such a thing? Could be a thousand. Yeah, yeah. You do have, but most yeah. Of them yeah. yeah. I'm just choosing numbers. I'm, I'm spouting numbers wildly. Here. Um, <laughs> if I, if I should, should I maybe drive other motorcycles that are similar and do a comparison rather than just make my mind that this is the one that I want, so I'm just going to test drive that. 
I think the mo- the one mistake we make um, in South Africa um, as as riders is that we buy big bikes um, for sure. Mm-hmm. And in other countries like Germany, they don't allow you to buy um, a big a big bike upfront. So you you have to go to two fifty, you know, gradually, and then up until you get a, a big bike. Mm-hmm. Um, not advisable to buy because you've got the money. I know yeah. people will say, "I've got the money; it's my bike. I'm buying it." But rather start small. Okay, but you, but what I'm saying is that let's say I start small. Let's say I do a 250. Would you say I do? I should do a, a 250 Yamaha, a 250 Suzu, a 250 whatever else biking okay. thing. Yeah. No, yeah. that that will depend on um because some people are brand conscious. So I would say um I'm just loyal to this brand. So if you want that, do that. But it's actually nicer if you do what you what you're saying. Um, go with a different brand so you can see um which is how more they comfortable handle. for you and how yeah, they handle. Yes, yeah. because it will also depend. Um, yeah, because it and and even though there's certain brands people that um are more would be more attached to but also it also depends on um you can have all 250 cc's of a different um make and one will be more comfortable for you based on certain things that the other has and the other one doesn't have so yes it is advisable if you want to try because even with cars that's what you would do mm. um you'd maybe um go for you know similar performance um of different brands and yes. then you choose the one that you love Thank you very much, Abungibe. Uh, I will be taking you along. We'll be invisible together when we go into. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I've had that experience. Into the, you know, to buy, to look at motorcycles. But we let's get some to to something a lot more serious. And obviously, the road fatalities once again. Um, yes. Over the the festive mm. period, not great numbers coming from uh, the Minister of Transport's, uh, you know, uh, press conference. No. Unfortunately not. Uh, we seem to be 5% up, up in terms of road fatalities um, between the period of 1st of uh, December and 8th of January. Of course, I would believe that those numbers are still going to increase yes, because people are in hospital. Yeah. You know, we might have uh, more fatalities uh, when people expire from their injuries within the uh, hospital, etc. But we're currently sitting at about 1,100. Sorry, 1,600 um, plus for people who have basically, you know, died on our roads during the Christmas period. And, and you know, I know when I was doing sort of like the, I don't want to say the halfway point, um, but, you know, just early on in, in, it was two weeks into the festivities. Um, one of the things that the, the minister was saying is that driver negligence. So talking mm. on your cell phone and mm. um, being distracted, all those sort of things were, were, were some of the, co- the main causes yeah. of the fatality. Um, when the final numbers come out, was it the same sort of sort yeah. of trend that they saw? Yeah. So a lot of it is being uh, blamed on driver error, mm-hmm. if we can call it an error, because that for me, that's a decision that you make. You're going to take mm-hmm. a call mm-hmm. whilst you're driving at 120, 130 k's per hour um, is not a, a mistake. That's something that you no, deliver. it's negligent. When you drive drunk and you've had you know a couple of drinks, that is not an accident. That's not a mistake on your part. Um, so a lot of it is about driver decisions, poor mm-hmm. driver decisions. Of course, a lot of people listening would have been traveling on the roads. And like myself, you'd have seen a couple of you know strange things, such as speed one mm. two people getting really impatient and overtaking a whole queue of cars, cars. yes i can know, never understand that. Uh, of cars and trucks um people overtaking uh into the blind rise like you can't see you're not superman mm-hmm. you don't have extra vision you don't know what's coming up on the on you know on the other side and having to you know witness um near fatalities is always a, you know, a very scary thing of course inclement weather depending on which part of the country that you would have been in where it's foggy or windy or rain or whatever the case might be and people simply not adjusting you know their driving style one thing that I would like the minister and um, all the uh, agencies that talk about you know road accidents and that kind of stuff to start doing is to start talking about the basics people who don't have 
proper education before they get into the car to begin with. Our K53 system uh, needs to be relooked because there are quite a few things that have changed in line with lifestyle um, since it was implemented, you know, what, some 30, 40 years ago. In some countries, that same ruling of how to get your license is no longer being used. Um, So we need to take a look at that, where people don't understand how to read the road. Signs, for instance, Mm. Um, when the road is about to open up so that you don't have to take the chance of uh, overtaking Overtaking. a truck because Mm. he's about to pull into a slower lane lane. because the road is going to open up and split into two lanes, allowing you to pass, you know, um, is one of the major things. Then, of course, nobody's really talking a a lot about taking care of our cars. Mm. When last did you hear a campaign about um, your tires uh, Mm. or when to take your car in for a service? We don't put that much emphasis on it. And cumulatively, Let's put that aside and talk about the fact that what do what kind of roads are we actually being asked to drive safely on? on. Mm-hmm. The ones that don't have streetlights, the ones that don't have potholes, uh, sorry, that have potholes, have potholes the ones yeah. that do not have road markings. You don't know which lane you are in. You know, can we just get this whole story right before we start talking about you know? Oh my gosh, we've got such bad you know drivers, drivers. on our roads. Lastly, let's also talk about the fact that when you're taking your car in for um, your roadworthy certificate and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. How do these cars that do not have brakes and that are, you know, dented to, you know, um, since Pa fell off the truck, that don't have tread on their tires, particularly trucks and stuff like that, how do they get a roadworthy certificate? So let's start talking about corruption in those in, in, in those entities as well, because that's all leads to road accidents. I think, I, you know, I totally agree with you that we need to look at those because it's, it's very, very important. But I also think that some of those things are beyond our control. Um, and, and we need to start as, you know, I think we were discussing it uh, when we had Wayne Minar on, on the line, is that as South Africans, we tend to be very lawless. Yep. Uh, and, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and I think maybe that's where we need to also start having very tough conversations with each other. Mm -hmm. and holding ourselves and our friends and our family accountable. Let's pay the bills and then come back. I just want to chat about the license backlog um, that we seem to be having at the moment. We're going to be chatting just about that just after the break. Hey, sweetie. What's wrong, love? Our relationship has not been the best recently, Tamba, and it needs some spicing up. I'm aware, my love. That's why I have booked an appointment at Men's Clinic International. (laughs) Oh, thank you, my babe. Women love a man who puts their needs first. Thank you, baby. Men's Clinic International, for help with your relationship difficulties. SMS help to 32110 or send a please call me to 072-315-2574. G's and C's apply. SMSs cost one red. SAFM values your views. Be an active citizen. We are heading into the final stretch of uh, off the pitch this evening. Uh, we are in conversation at the moment with William Pofu, our motoring journalist, as well as uh, Bongiwe Didiza, our biking journalist. Um, chatting about, you know, with regards to bike, we're chatting about test driving bikes and when you bike, buy a bike, what you should be looking out for. I've just looked at road fatalities and some of the issues that are not being addressed that maybe we should put more uh, light on. What is your point of view? Uh, give us a call, 0891 for 207. You can also SMS us 40938 40938. SMSs are charged at 1150. Why not hit us up at Twitter at SAFM Radio. I'm at Lizzie underscore Carnavo. Of course, one of the things you know uh, that is a huge uh, bone of contention and I think a lot of people are struggling with it at the moment is the fact the backlog with regards to, to, to licenses. Uh-huh. Can you can you give us a little bit more information with regard to that? Yes, well, I'm one of those people who's waiting <laughs> for my card. <laughs> so, yes, I know 
all about this. I know all about going to queue at the licensing department and coming out empty-handed. Mahala, so yeah, we've got quite a few um, hundreds of thousands, about 324,000 wow. cars that are yet to be printed. But the minister tells us that these will be printed within the next three weeks. So... In the next three weeks, apparently. Um, now, uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. This was because of um, labor disputes. They were on strike, in other yep. words. The employees who d- were not contracted to the driving license department okay. um, or uh, entities were basically like, I, I can't. We're not working anymore. Give us, give us, us our money. And then we can wow. basically get, our, now, get the job done. What does that mean for me, though, when I get stopped by a traffic officer and my, my driver's license has expired? Um, am I, do I say to him or her, listen, I'm one of the 324,000 <laughs> that has not received my driver's uh-uh. license. Here is my proof that I have gone there. Or, 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 or well, how does it You work? would be driving with a temporary license. Temporary. Yeah. So they are still issuing temporary yes. licenses. Do I then have to pay for those temporary licenses? As you would normally do when okay. you're going to you know, get your license and renew your license again. But look, your fact that you're driving on an expired license does not negate you from not having a, te- a temporary, temporary driver's license because you should have gone in prior to your license Three expired at least yeah. a week before yeah. if you were like really slacking off about it. So there's no excuse for that. Okay, so you've just heard it, you know, get your temporary license. You might be waiting a while if you're one of the 324,000. So let's hope that you are, you know, you have gotten your, <laughs> your temporary license in place. Ladies, uh, as usual, it has been very insightful. Thank you very much for making Thank the trip you. out this evening. And please drive and bike safely on your way home. Thank you very Thank much. You. We'll chat with you next week. Thank you so much. Uh, that's William Pofu, our motoring journalist, and Bongiwe Didiza from uh, Driving and Biking in Hills. Go on to their various, um, you know, platforms, uh, social media uh, platforms such as Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, look under Driving in Heels. Uh, you will be able to find both of them there. But it is, I keep saying, and we're in kind of going towards quarter to nine. So I know a lot of people are getting restless. They're like, all this talking, all this talking. Let's get back to the music. Here's Bongo Muffin.